Hi, I'm James Schillinglaw, and I'm here with Fahad Hamamadin of the Saudi Tourism Authority, the CEO, and we're going to talk to him a little bit about what's going on Saudi today and why you're going to see a lot more promotion from them to come. And this is Insider Travel Report. Now, Fahad, first of all, uh, welcome. We're in, we're in Las Vegas at the Virtuoso Travel Week conference. Uh, it's been a great conference so far, and you just had a big promotion at the, the general session and uh, really showed everybody what Saudi is today. And that's, I wanted to sort of start off you. We've been seeing a lot of Saudi in, uh, at travel and industry events all over the place, right? Right. Well, thank you, uh, James, for having me with you. And uh, yes, there is a lot to the Saudi story that should be told in every venue and especially in um, you know events as prime and um, critical like the virtuoso and the uh, the travel leaders. Yeah, well, those two, then I'm probably going to be doing more. And you have incredible video and incredible marketing materials. And uh, I, when I first saw them, and I've seen a bit over the past few years, I was always blown away by what you had to offer. But let's talk a little bit about, you know, how, how why are you trying to ramp up tourism so quickly? It seems like, you know, you're on a race here. Uh, thank you for the very, uh, very good question. Truly, I don't think I've have been asked this question. Why? Um, I think um, the... We believe in the power of tourism like like probably no other country that uh, I have interacted with. If you think of the G20 countries, how many of the G20 have ministries of, of tourism and ministers of tourism, starting with the U.S.? When we uh, hosted the G20, we actually uh, basically worked with the WTTC in hosting the first T20, Tourism 20, and we wanted to make sure... I heard about that one, yeah. Yeah, and we wanted the heads of state to actually realize how important the tourism sector is, and it's, it goes way beyond airlines and hospitality and hotels. So it is the consumption economy. It is the culture um, of, of a nation. It is the pride of a nation. Um, and it is the provider of new jobs like no other sector. Absolutely. I think a lot of people recognize that one of the things that WTTC is, is built for to, is to make everybody realize about the power of travel and tourism. Right? And I have to say, um, we're learning a lot from our partners, WTTC one, for one, and um, we're trying to learn from all the others um, on the good and the bad, some to follow and some to prevent, in order to make sure that um, we do it right. Absolutely. Now, what, what is, you know, uh, how big a tourism destination do you want Saudi to be? And, and, and what's the ultimate objective? I think um, on, on impact, we want it to be very big. On numbers, I would say we want to take, uh, take it to 100 million visits by uh, 2030. But I think the impact goes way beyond just the economic impact. If you develop the right exemplary, um, you know, developments on sustainability, uh, on uh, reserves, on conservation, on rewilding, on community engagement, dissemination of wealth to villages, those are the, the kind of um, 
impact territories that we can export beyond just visits and economic numbers. And it is important, and, and to people understand the Saudi culture and history and everything else is incredible. I mean, you have a few neighbors to the, I guess it's to the, the northwest who have been busy, uh, you know, creating tourism destinations out of nothing, and they're very small, but uh, they've been pretty successful in, in, in creating that. And it sounds like you guys, Saudi would just be incredible in the future, right? Um, I, I very much believe so. And you're right. Um, there are many countries in the region that have been uh, promoting what they have. Um, and the Arabian civilization has always been, you know, rich with very diverse culture, generosity, um, hospitality. I mean, Saudi is now opening up and it is the largest um, land of, uh, of Arabia. It is the, the basically the depository of the greatest assets uh, that goes to seven thousand. I believe you are the wealthiest there. <laughs> no, but I meant wealth of uh, wealth, wealth of, wealth of, wealth of uh, culture. Exactly, and assets uh, that go uh, back uh, seven thousand in years. Um, so, um, and a lot of people don't know what Saudi is. They assume that it's desert and it's like at this time my brother is in the south of Saudi and it, it's 12 degrees Celsius and it's raining and the, the green mountain so when you when I saw your videos I said wait a minute there's green there <laughs> and I said I didn't know that and I, I mean I'm pretty ignorant I guess but I, I can't I, I was I have to see that because I didn't believe that it was their green and 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 places where it gets cold and things like that so it's very different kind of territory than we think it is maybe First, you're not ignorant, but it is the reason why uh, I'm here in, in, in Virtuoso. It's because this Saudi story must be told the way it is, by the people. Now we hear a lot of talk that you're going to spend something crazy like $1 trillion by 2030 to develop this tourism and infrastructure. Uh, you're going to have new, new hotels, transportation, modern cities, cultural attractions. I've actually uh, interviewed a few people like Jerry Inzarella of the, the Deer, Gate, Deer, Deer Gate, and I interviewed him during COVID, actually. And I know Jerry because I knew him from previous developments. So, And then I heard you're up to like 30. He's up to about 38 or 39 hotels. And it's just, it's kind of beyond Belief, right? Well, um, if you think of um, the wealth that you talked about, uh, Saudi has, I think we're just putting that wealth into uh, transformative sectors. And um, tourism sits at the top uh, of that list of sectors. We've been heavily dependent on oil, and we know that's not sustainable. We need uh, jobs for our growing you have a lot of younger people in Saudi percent and you know this very well uh, James the out of um, the one of every five new jobs is provided by tourism um, in in the in 2025 if I take if I quote WTTC they say one of every four new jobs will come from tourism and and you know most critically uh, um, our challenge today is is unemployment and if you look at tourism, it provides to, um, jobs to the most difficult segment of unemployment, which is the low skilled. No, absolutely, and so you're going to get that with this. Now, one of the things we hear, it feels almost like yesterday that Saudi was almost a place off limits. That perhaps, not, perhaps we're not business travelers, but for leisure, you had to get a visa. There were a lot of cultural things that we were not used to. Um, you know, but in the last three years, you, you, there have been tremendous changes to Saudi society. Uh, and I had friends, as I told you, who were over there three years ago. When you, when you 
said you don't need a visa or you it's an easier easier visa to get uh so a lot of things changed of course then we had COVID, so you lost that kind of momentum and now we're back here and so how did it change to being such a more at least perception wise more more welcoming place i think um, it's not more welcoming it is it was always welcoming it was just it was a political decision and now that decision has been made. We're going to open for tourism. And uh, and it's one of many, many opportunities that are provided for the Saudi people after the new, uh, you know, with a new leadership. Yeah, and I, I had friends who went over, as I said, a few years ago before COVID, and they just, they, they raved about it. And uh, they came back and they said, well, Saudi Arabia? Okay. <laughs> okay. And then now we had COVID and now we're back and now you're here and you're, you're promoting it like it's, it's amazing the promotions now let's talk about how how do you change perceptions of saudi in the market and change them to make people realize you are a welcoming tourism destination i mean sometimes that seems to be a really big job based on all the misperceptions out here especially among americans and i'm sure you've heard this comment and they say you know i'm not sure i want to go to saudi i don't know about it but and and we're talking here even some travel advisors who don't who are a little you know they, they're a little you know, uh, uh, timid about going over there. But what do you say to them? I say um, their right to choose to go whenever they're they're comfortable. I think it's they're not to blame. I think it's on us. the The Saudi narrative has not been provided by the Saudis, and uh, prime media that's been carrying the world news is only interested in tensions and wars and and yeah, right every, every, we have this all the time with destinations they don't know anything about them and uh, so here you are trying to explain this country again exactly and i think the saudi brand is built by its people whether the people coming and telling the story themselves or the travelers going and meeting the saudi people and then carrying it them uh, carrying it to their friends and families and i like to say that um, we're making headways uh, in the last quarter we received more than 80,000 travelers from the US. We um, we have three direct flights on Saudi Airlines from Chicago, from LA, from Washington and New York. And um, and it's just the beginning. So it's working. You know, it's odd because you know, I grew up in my in my college days were long ago, but I had Saudi friends who were in college. I knew them. Uh, I, I felt very comfortable with them and they said come to Saudi and and then of course I don't know in the last few years that all kind of changed again and now we have to get that back I think right uh, totally and um, I mean as you said a visa is now easier than ever than ever it you can get it online for 10 minutes or you can even get your visa upon arrival and after Joe Biden's visit now if you get a visa it is a 10-year visa so it's not a one-year except if I come in November I can come back right uh, of course, but exceptionally, you, exceptionally American. If you get a visa, because all other nationalities is like one year, some are for five years, but exceptionally, the American visa is is now ten years. If you get it once, you get it for ten years. Well, you know, the, there has been incredible uh, partnership between Saudi and the U.S. for so long, and and uh, the, but that's why I was. But there was a point where you were not exactly. Uh, welcoming to visitors a few years ago and now all of a sudden you are forever we never opened for tourism we just opened in 2019 and then five months five months later the borders closed because of covid so um, i think it, it is yes uh, it is interesting and i think particularly because it's been closed for all these uh, years 
So now there are no many destinations, let alone at the scale of Saudi, that are new and just opening up to the world. And people are always looking for new destinations. That's the absolute thing. And so you, here you are, and you got a lot of offer. And I can, can understand your haste to get back because you know you have been closed for a while, and now you're open. And now, as you said, you're going to keep promoting it. Uh, let's talk a little bit about what sort of travelers uh, you are really focused on today in terms to convince them that Saudi really is an incredible place to visit, you know, and, and why. Um, uh, what, what are the kind of travelers you think would be interested in Saudi? I think um, the naturally the uh, discoverers, culturally, uh, culturally curious, uh, the adventurous, and luxury travel. Um, those that travel for events, I think we have the largest event and the richest event calendar. Yeah, so you mentioned on your said you have the F1, which I, I'm a big Formula One fan, so that, that's pretty cool. Yeah, but that's one event. That's just one event. That's yeah. one event of uh, 16,000 events that the calendar has for this year. So, um, I mean, who would guess? Who would guess? that we have the largest e, um, uh, electronic music festival in the world. You, I'm, you mentioned that, and I'm like, oh my God, that, really? Yeah. But it's, it's Middle Eastern electronic, though, no. different. No, it is not? No. It's everything? It's everything. It's electronic music. It's, um, I mean, in, in, it's called Middle Beast. It, in, its, in its first issue, um, in 2019, it actually hosted uh, just less than 400,000. And in last last year, it hosted 600,000. That's amazing. You, you may be, does, the other big place for that electronic music is right here in Vegas. And, and I think you beat out them, I, I gotta tell you. In numbers we did. Yeah, so, but that, again, it just gives you an example of, again, there are thousands and thousands of events. And uh, the Red Sea is what I believe is gonna be the 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 destination for all sort of uh, marine travel from diving to cruising to yachting i think the red sea is 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 a true global gem with its uh, coral reefs its um, um, preserved uh, marine life and uh, i think that would be a whole new destination that would become the blue saudi it should be. I mean, you got to see. You got you know, everybody knows about the desert, but all those green places I want to see now. You know that you have as well. So that's now. Talk a little bit about what importance is the U.S. market, the American market, to Saudi. I think um, naturally, uh, the um, American travelers are amongst those um, amongst the most culturally curious. I think um, those uh, travelers also are very rewarding for sustainable destinations, and. Um, and then the American um, um, media, the world looks at the world through the American lens. So- um, I'm sorry for that. Uh, <laughs> no, but I, I have to say, I for one have learned to appreciate the American system, American values in many ways. Um, and well, that's- A lot of Saudis have come over here and been educated here, so they know about it. And that's- And we're very proud to say that we've learned from you know, all parts of the world and U.S. In, in specific is included. So, but we learn to appreciate that by education. And, and my, my, my call to the rest of the world travelers is, you know, be open and you will be, you'll be surprised. Again, like most, if not all of the travelers that have been to Saudi, 
the impact has been phenomenally positive. Well, that's all I hear when people coming back. They say they had an incredible time and the, 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 the people in our travel and tourism who've been exploring it now. Now, talk a little, you mentioned it your, in your, in your uh, talk at Virtuoso about uh, what, what are kind of the specific tourism sites, attractions, things that some of the things that people really get, got, have to go see in Saudi? So Riyadh and Adria Gate, I think, is a must visit. That's the 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 birthplace of the the monarch, and uh, it's expected to be the largest mud city in the world. Uh, it is what we call the Earth City. Then you have Jeddah, which has been the melting pot. Uh, cultural melting pot for all travelers that used to go to Mecca and Medina and for the first time now we open Medina the, the holy city of Medina for all uh, people you know it's amazing because and that was closed really except for Muslims right very true very true and then you have um, um, Jeddah um, sorry then you have Al-Ula which is the well, I just learned about it a few years ago and it looks amazing it, it, it looks like well you, you somebody explained it, it's like Petro but even bigger on steroid that's right yes and i th i like to claim that it's very well preserved very very well preserved you go to alula you don't see any visual noise any visual noise i mean um, nothing commercial polluting that serenity of uh, and the power and the charm well, of you, that. You, what you showed you showed incredible art installations that are all in that valley too it was kind of interesting but those are i think those are complementary those are um, oh, you know absolutely i don't think it ruins it uh, exactly those are artistic brushes that actually accentuate the the, the charm of that place yeah, so those are so some of the places to go see right correct and then you have asir Asir is the South uh, Mountains. It's the Arabian Highlands in the south of Saudi. And uh, it, it is the home of uh, 5,000 villages, one of which is called Rijal al That's been rated the best, uh, um, best touristic, uh, best tourism village by the UNWTO. Yeah. And it is a UNESCO heritage site as well. You have, I think you have a number of UNESCO heritage sites, right? That is true. And then we have the new development. So the Red Sea Project, which is opening next uh, in 2013 Q1. Three hotels are opening up. The um, Ritz-Carlton Reserve, the Six Senses, St. Regis. And that, and that, honestly, I think that's going to be a, um, um, a testament to how committed we are to regenerative tourism. Well, let's talk about that because we talked about sustainable tourism, but you are launching in tourism in a sustainable fashion. And that seems after COVID, it seems to be the way everyone wants to go. Virtuoso is very much focused on that. I know you've talked to Matthew Upchurch, CEO of Virtuoso, about this. And, and you are now very much focused in developing in a sustainable way, right? Absolutely. I think... Um it is. It comes with a big ticket item, but we're committed to it because um, uh, we believe that it would be rewarding. So regenerative tourism, um, committing um, uh, you know seventy percent of our land for regenerative for sorry for conservation and rewilding twenty one species, starting with Arabian leopard, you know, starting with communities, residents before tourists, uh, developing uh, villages and preserving them to keep the authentic experience for travelers but also but even more importantly disseminate wealth and opportunity to these rural areas and make sure that the locals get the benefit first absolutely well that's the way to go is there anything else you want to tell our 106,000 travel advisors out there about Saudi today and and what you know what the, how they should view it I say um, you must 
try Saudi because it will surprise you and delight you. And for uh, the so many women that approached me, I say, I'm a father of two, so I'm two girls. So I'm, um, I'm a positive discriminator towards women. Saudi is the, um, uh, the home of the safest city in the world for women after midnight. So people that ask me, is it safe? I think the question is, is it the safest in the world? Because that's where our competition is. Absolutely. Well, that's, that is a concern to people, but I think they don't have to be concerned of that. They have to f- discover that it is a place that's amazing, got a lot of interesting things that really have not been available to most travelers and American travelers. And now where can travel advisors go to learn more about uh, Saudi and Saudi tourism? Um, I can easily refer you to visit Saudi, uh, visitsaudi.com um, or the Saudi Tourism Authority team. Um, we have um, 25 international lines. We have American U.S.-based lines to answer any questions. We receive around 9,000 calls internationally uh, every month. People are curious. And um, and we're um, an SDA, the Saudi Tourism Authority, is there to guarantee the experience for these travel uh, travel advisors. Absolutely. Well, Fahad, I want to thank you for taking the time to speak to uh, me about Saudi today. It's it's a fascinating destination, one I'm eager to see, and one it looks like I'm going to see uh, in November. And I'm, I think they're going to give me a little tour and see some of the other things, not just go to a meeting and come back, which is what I not the purpose of this uh, visit. Let's say WTTC is great, but seeing Saudi is going to be much better. Definitely. I assure you, you will get that. And thank you, James, for the time and having me with you. I'm James Schillinglaw, and this is Insider Travel Report.